Early 80s movie, too. Oh, my God. Well, I mean... Valley Girl. Oh. And I'm not a Nicolas big... Nicolas Cage. I'm not a big Nick Cage guy, I'm going to be honest, but... I don't that, like all his popular movies. I liked his weird stuff, like Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No, but I did see Pig. Oh, um, yeah, that was weird. I, super weird. And so I, I appreciate that he was successful enough at the peak of his career to be able to make all these weird movies later, but he's become the ultimate meta... Actor, like, uh, what was the name of that movie? The uh, uh, not the unbearable weight of limitless talent. It's something like it was that. something yeah. like that where he played himself because this guy kidnapped him, and I he is an odd duck, and I frankly think the world could use more odd ducks. It's okay to say no when people offer you a specific like. <laughs> it's okay. He do was. You, he's been in so many movies. He was in my friend's wedding video. Do you, <laughs> do you think joke. he's ever said no? <laughs> To a movie offer. No, I don't think he has. He's like, yep, yeah, I'll do it. At one point, he owned like 12 castles, and things <laughs> obviously changed for him, so he had to sell most of his castles, but he's still just a complete, wonderful weirdo. Speaking of, that's Sean Bernard, and I am Brian <laughs> Oak. It is episode 357 of The Brian Oak Show right here in the Smart Start MN studios. Smart Start MN. Let's break it down to the absolute basics. You drink, you drive, you made a terrible choice. You get popped, you spend the night in jail, and now you get to go through these slow, arduous, irritating, and expensive business of putting your life back together, but Smart Start MN can help mitigate some of those costs and get you back to doing what you need to do. Yeah, we'll save you extra money. Just go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. One other sponsor we want to take care of before we get into today's guest who's been on the show before, and she's wonderful. She's like a ray of light. I really, really enjoy her company, and I enjoy her music. Before we get to Sarah Morris, though, I do want to talk to Sean Bernard, another ray of light, another wonderful person who every time he talks, birds suddenly appear. He is, in addition to what he does here, uh, also a realtor for (laughs) Remax Results. Uh, We're getting into that time of year where people are way more concerned about the holidays and the dark and everything else than they are about buying or selling a home. But I have to imagine that you're still busy this time of year. I am. Uh, not as busy as I am in the fall or in the spring or that sort of thing, because it is the chilly season. The doldrums of winter. It certainly is. But mm. I'm still showing, like I'm showing a couple properties uh, this Friday. Uh, I was going to say this time of year, it's really important if you're planning on buying or selling next year to get in touch with me just so we can kind of make a plan, especially if you're selling because... Sometimes there's things that need to be done before you sell that house. What about my my cat puke stained rugs in the basement? Do I need to take care of those? Yeah, it's probably a good idea to start de-smelling the house. It doesn't you know? smell bad. It just looks like there was a. It looks like a crime scene. Yeah, I would probably take care of that. The, okay. The thing I was going to say is that we're right now we're kind of in a buyer's market. Finally, maybe balanced, but maybe a little bit buyer side. If you're on the sell side, you really, really, really want to price your house properly. If you're on the buy side, you really want to take a look at how long that place has been on the market. Uh And that's how you can negotiate. But it's also really important if you're going to negotiate to know what the comps are, know what the other properties have sold for recently in the area. So that's all the research, the nerd work that I do behind the scenes that I absolutely love because I'm a geek. But um, it's a way to be able to logically uh, and fairly negotiate a deal, which is kind of what I'm best at. 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band. When December 1st rolls around, I'm a big, big believer in doing the holidays in order. Like, if it's not yet Halloween and I see a fucking inflatable Santa at Lowe's, oh. fuck off. If it's th- If it's not yet Thanksgiving... And I see your sparkly pre-made Christmas tree at a Home Depot 
also fuck off. I like doing the holidays in order because I love this time of year. I love Halloween. I love Thanksgiving, but now that we're on the other side of Thanksgiving, let's get after it. Let's get four feet of snow. Let's make it cold and blowy, and let's get all the red-nosed reindeer out there front and center. I love it. And so throughout the month of December, I will be featuring nothing but holiday music for the songs that I pick on the show, but not today. This morning, I'm a very emo little bitch, and so I'm going to play... One of the most emo, bitchy <laughs> songs that's ever been played. Love I love it. this guy because he too. he goes so dark, but makes it sound like a Beach Boys song every time yeah. he does it. He's one of my all-time favorites. Sadly, his life ended in tragedy, so I'm not sure I should be so flippant about this. But here's Elliot Smith. Everybody cares. Everybody understands on The Brian Oak Show. Everybody cares, everybody understands Yes, everybody cares about you Yeah, and whether or not you want them to It's a chemical embrace that kicks you in the head To a pure synthetic sympathy that infuriates you totally And a quiet lie that makes you want to scream and shout So here I lay dreaming, looking at the brilliant sun Raining its guiding light upon everyone For a moment's rest you can leave After running upstairs again and again From wherever they came to fix you in But always fear city's finest fall right behind You got a pretty vision in your head A pencil full of poison lead And a second
incredible piece of Baroque pop from one of, sadly, the most tortured artists of the last generation. And uh, rest in peace, Elliot Smith. I'm Brian Oak. That's Sean Bernard. And our guest today is none other than Sarah Morris. Sarah, hi. How are you? doing well how are you doing i'm okay i'm all right i mean yeah. i told you I, I admitted beforehand i was being an emo bitch today but i'm doing sure. everything in my power to get out of that are you really doing okay no i really am great yeah i've actually i <laughs> was talking to my husband on the way here and i was like i'm really in a great mood today i was in a great mood yesterday i need to say that out loud because i'm much more likely to say out loud when i'm feeling sad you know to him <laughs> yeah, and I, so I, I then it. he'll reflect back like it just seems like you've been really sad lately and i was like Actually, I was only sad twice last week, but happy five days. So I need to like, you know, I need to do this different. So Yeah, well, articulating it can be a thing. It's also that time of year. Like the sun is out shining today, much mm-hmm. like I said in that song. And it feels good. Even though it's low in the sky, it's not providing a ton of heat. It does change one's mental attitude, right? I Like I was driving over here and I was blinded by the sun and I was like, cool, I'm in. I, and yeah. I But I don't mind the clouds and the cold. When it comes to winter as a concept, as a whole, as an experience, you've obviously lived in Minnesota for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you like winter? Are you okay with winter? Or do you despise it and cannot wait for the first budding greens of spring? Oh, I like it. I'm fine with it. I believe that it's part of, it's necessary. You know, it's like part of the, then appreciating the spring. That piece. Like, I, I'm here for seasons. That's why I love it. it because it... it you you love spring more, and not not just you, yes. but the, no, the, the royal, royal you. you exactly love spring more after a dark, cold winter. Mm-hmm. There's no better way to appreciate it, which is why everyone in California is a fucking weirdo. Well, and I think there's you know I've been reading a lot about. Um, I just keep reading places where it's like, what is the invitation in the dark? Right, I've written songs about this, like where if we take our cue from nature, like what could we uh, where could we bring some peace and some ease to our bodies if we followed some of what we're seeing outside? Um, that being said, I did make a point last year to leave the winter for two little to Peyton Vexels, little outsides. Mm-hmm. And that was also a very good idea. Well, I, again, but breaks and balance, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Sean. You ever had anybody visit your place and they said, we'll be here for like two weeks and then they stay. It's like, then oh, it's three gosh. weeks. And I would work really like, hard to make them less comfortable. Then it's like four <laughs> weeks. So that's how I feel about winter. Like, it's yeah. really good to see you. Yeah. Really glad you're here. Right. But now it's time to go. Yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah. But like mid-March, you're like, I I'm, think that's that it. this has well, been... Well, mid-March for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. But that's also Patrick's where we Day. get yeah, our fortitude and our yes. like, you know... Um, chutzpah. Yeah. Chutzpah, you say. Sarah, you don't throw around chutzpah a whole lot, do you? I don't, but I did say to Peyton Vexel, which is you a did. great German word. word That's right next to bird. the appendix, isn't it's it? Right. No. Okay. I've, I've never heard that before. It what means, does that mean? I've been told. It means like a change of wallpaper and it's used, <laughs> but it's essentially like I need a little scenery change. I yeah. got it. And I just think it's so the, much better. What's the term? To Peyton Vexel. Because you said it and I just smiled and nodded. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be the dummy in the room. No. But I guess I've never really changed the wallpaper either. So that's, right. that's fair. You've got a holiday show coming coming up very soon here, but you're also busy throughout the rest of the month. I am an avid collector of holiday music, right? Like, so I would, I realized long ago that I was never going to make music, but I like being adjacent to it. Mm-hmm. And I collect it like crazy. Halloween music and Christmas music have been two of my favorite things to collect. Part of it's nostalgia, but part of it is there's so much out there. Do you like holiday music or is it a, is it a professional necessity no i love it i love it so much do you yeah yeah for sure okay i wouldn't do it i wouldn't have made my december so wild and unruly <laughs> if it wasn't for like love of that music because Understood. it's not like i mean yeah that's it's it's a real love but as you were saying that i wanted to ask you okay what did you play on thanksgiving uh i played the gravy boat I just slap. I didn't. What, There's I no was, music. I mean, no. I was, no, I'm at my parents, and okay. there are 12 people there, and my family is so fucking loud that <laughs> because everyone just keeps escalating and sure. talking yeah. over the other person, and we're in a tight space, and um, and football's on in the background. So yeah. no, music isn't really a part of my Thanksgiving okay. celebration. But you're actually what you're asking me is where is the demarcation point? When does the Halloween music well, end? That too. When does the sure. holiday music start? So we didn't play any music on that particular day. Okay. But now when I walk 
walk down the hall in an office building or when I'm at work and Cool 108's blasting Christmas music on top, I'm not mad. I, mm-hmm. the, I, I think the reason Christmas is special is because we can find it to this one part of the year. Midwinter celebrations, the celebration of light mm-hmm. amidst the darkness mm-hmm. is an eons old tradition. And yeah. so I don't get mad, even if it's the same songs I've heard a thousand times. It's just there's so much out there that people don't ever put on. It's like the people who are like, oh, I got my Halloween playlist. Let's kick it off with Thriller. Like, I'm like, okay, I, yeah, I got it. But there are thousands and thousands of other great songs out there. Are you a Tori Amos fan at all? I'm not. Not like an unfan, just a un, you know, I know. She has an album called Midwinter Graces, Mm. which is a combination of the sacred and the secular, which for her, she grew up in an extremely religious family. And so for her, this is part of her ongoing rebellion. But what she does is she mashes up these old sacred classics with her own interpretations and verses added in. It might be, other than the Elf soundtrack, my favorite modern era, well, relatively speaking, uh, Christmas album, and I oh. highly, highly recommend Thank it. Thank you. I yeah? was just receiving text from uh, Nikki Lemire. Do you know her? Uh, she, maybe, maybe by She's face. in the Fox Glove. She plays the oh. harp. She's amazing. Oh, I, I probably have met her, but yeah, not. And the harp she harp? Was, the harp harp. The harp. Not like the mouth harp. The harp no, harp. The harp harp. Oh. Harp harp. Like the actual harp. For real. It was in my bathroom once. Oh, I've seen her. Yes, that's amazing. where I've seen but her. But she was texting. I was like, you know, Apple Music still thinks I want glossy holiday, but I actually would love some less glossy holiday. And she just, there's like a text thread with like 15 recs. So now I can add that. Fabulous. And I'm I'm actually going to send you more because Dude. I I love this time of year. I love getting in the spirit. The tree up, now I don't drink anymore, but the tree up lights on. Everyone else is in bed, and I'm sitting there having a glass of now just nog without mm-hmm. anything in it, and just thinking and listening. Oh my God, Jackie Gleason has a Christmas oh, album. Oh yes, so yes, yes. The the, the orchestral stuff that he did. Up. Um, the orchestral stuff he did. It's so good. It was very much of its era. It may sound old fashioned, but everything that he put his name on had a slightly surreal bent to it. Jackie Gleason's Christmas record. Oh my God. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. He's I got want... a couple, so you'll have to tell me. There's all right, all right, Merry we'll Christmas in... and Tis the Season. I... Whichever Is one, one has... of like a white. Whichever one has the song on Home on it. Home is actually the very final song yep. in, in The Shining. Got it. Um, which oh obviously is scary, yeah. but it's this beautiful, <laughs> evocative piece, and it's so good. And when you're sitting there quietly thinking about days of Christmas yore or the Christmas morning that's to come, or you're just kind of taking in the quietude of the season, what are the, the Swedish or some Scandinavians, Hygge? Hygge? Yeah, yeah. I never know how to say that. Yeah, I, hey, I don't either, either and, but, but I, mean, I love uh, the idea. That, but that idea of coziness, of settling in, the fire's on, you're chilling out, you're having a moment, that Jackie Gleason record, one of my favorites of all time. Well, I want to talk about what you are up to these days, and specifically your Christmas show, but first... We're going to hear some Christmas music from Sarah Morris. From my Christmas album? That's correct. That what is your also, Christmas album called? It's called Merry Little Light. Really? Because it is little and hopefully provides <laughs> some merry light. How long ago did you record it? Last, it's still, it just celebrated its year birthday. So, okay. So I mean, you... recorded it over the course of 2022. It's a duet album yep. with Lars Eric Larson, who's my drummer. But yep. he, we like, he did all the instruments except for... Uh, Jake Baldwin played French horn on one track, but Lars did everything that you hear except for the singing and and he did it all at his apartment. We did this like kind of remote. It was just such a joyful thing to work on. He's one of my very favorite human beings. So this is our take on have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, no. 
Sarah Morris, what's the name of that record? Mary Little Light. And where should I, you know, say, let's just say hypothetically, I was a gigantic holiday music fan <laughs> and I would like to own a copy of that. Mm-hmm. What would be ground zero? Where would I go to get it? Yeah. I mean, I would go to sarahmorrismusic.com. That's a solid place. I have like, I don't know, 50 hard copies available and there's Bandcamp is a great one. It's going to be Bandcamp Friday on Friday. Ooh, oh, that's good to know. If people want to. Get ready for Where that. Where again, you still don't get paid anything near what you're worth, but you make better money there than <laughs> anywhere else. Margins are better there. And you're yeah. part of some fun. Yeah. Um, but it is also streamable, and you know, that does... Yeah, fuck that. Go buy know, Sarah's record. I know, for sure buy it, but here's what I will say. If someone were to like choose one of my songs yeah. and play it a ton of times yeah. on Spotify, it Go would on. help Spotify be like, oh, we shouldn't play that song for other people. Yeah. And so there is... <laughs> Is it my favorite benefit? No, but there is a benefit. There is a benefit there to it. There is and a benefit. There is a way to work the algorithm. It pays no bills, so but it if leads I were to the to dream that it might. And put yeah. that on and just say, repeat this song and leave my computer on? <laughs> I think that's, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes people do that. It's like a farm. Oh, let's game the system, baby. I'm <laughs> right. down. I am absolutely in. Yes. Turns out Sarah Morris is wonderful and wildly talented and mm. has a holiday show coming up a week from this coming weekend. Where's that going to be? at the hook hook and ladder theater friday yep. december 8th it's our 17th annual love them They're so great. you started when you were 10 yeah that's right that's wow. right I, I know 17th annual yeah. not at the, i mean hook hook has been around for 17 no years. my 17th annual. i understand yes. the, All right. the holiday show is my property and i have just moved it from place to place i it understand started at the dunn brothers in excelsior the people who owned it at the time were just like such big supporters and then i've done a quite a few at the aster Yep. And then at The Hook. Well, and The Hook is a wonderful place. We mm-hmm. have a strong relationship with them, with, with them here on The Brian Oak Show. Yep. Uh, and they are great. Uh, the fact that they're a nonprofit venue still kind of blows my mind because, you know, I obviously, I, it's a shoestring budget. Every nonprofit is. But yeah. there's something heartwarming about a place that decided to make that their business model. And they still get such incredible artists. They do such a good job. They're very thorough. Mm-hmm. I think they do great work over there. I agree. It yeah. always feels good. We've had some really magic moments. I'm excited to be back there. Tell me about your holiday show. Oh, my holiday show. It just uh, <laughs> makes me so happy. We do kind of the same songs every year because I'm a traditional, you know, traditionalist. There, Although what's changed is there's more and more original. I keep writing original holiday songs and putting them in. But, you know, my dad raised me on a very, very steady diet of Johnny Mathis and, uh, you know, Nat King Cole and... Brenda Lee and all the classics. Right. And so that's kind of what I bring to the table as a holiday musician. You know, like that's kind of, if you like that sort of thing, I think you'll enjoy the show. Who doesn't like that sort of thing? I, I mean, if, if, I mean we're, if, we're, if we're rocking yeah. around the Christmas tree, what could you possibly be unhappy about? I mean, I'm I, just saying, I, I oh, myself included, everyone needs to fucking take a deep breath and lighten the fuck up. We can up. take a breath. Well, no, I mean, I like you're fine. Sean seems no, no, cool. No, no, I just like a deep breath. A deep breath it's is like good, good. Isn't it? And you, you like roll, roll your shoulders for a second yes. and just like give yourself five seconds off from this stupid, stupid world. <laughs> and then now we'll get back into it. Yeah. So you are performing along with um, the sometimes elves. Yep. Who are the sometimes elves? Right? Don't you want to know? Just I kidding. Do. I'm going to tell you. That's so why I, I asked. Once upon a time on stage at the Dakota, I named my band the Sometimes Guys because they play with me sometimes. Yeah. Right. And then Holiday rolled around that year and I was like, oh, 
you're the sometimes elves because you play <laughs> once a year. I beg you to be an elf. So that is, so it's Lars Eric Larson, who you just heard on lots of instruments, but mm-hmm. he'll be on drums. It is uh, Dave Mailing on, he'll be keys and guitar. And Love it Dave. is, I know, Nick Salisbury on bass. And then we get Joe Savage on pedal steel. Um, we have. Who you were raving about moments ago. And I've probably seen him live, yeah. but I don't know him. But. I mean, pedal steel going along with Christmas music. Yeah. I'm already intrigued. He's so phenomenal, excellent. Um, and then we'll have guest singers Annie Fitzgerald, Matthew French, and then wow. Amanda B. Perry is opening the show, and so I will probably beg her to also sing in my set. We're going to talk a lot about being good to one another. You know, I'm going to get bossy about such things, like good, because that is one of the other things that's new for me this year. Is I ordered T-shirts for the first time, Go like on. to sell. From Afternoon Printing, just around the corner here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they say, spread kindness like confetti, because I have this shirt, the song called Confetti, that's all about that. So I'm kind of, in my heart, it's a confetti Christmas. I want people to wear the shirts. I want people to, to do the thing. Is the shirt only available at the gig, or can people get it You can order it, it on advance? the website, yeah. What's the website again? Oh, SarahMorrisMusic.com. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. All right, that sounds really good. Um, I noticed that you brought a guitar. I did. And I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't allow you to play that guitar because you're quite good at it. Mm. You know, we haven't talked much about toilet tunes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Is there ever a time where you're like, you look at your guitar and you're like, nah, not today? Or, um, or do you always like to play? I do like to play. I don't get to play it every day. Yeah, I understand. I've, I mean, that for sure is the thing. I like having a moment in a show, though, where I don't play it yeah. also. And in the Christmas show, there are moments like that where I just get to get my diva hands out. And Go that's on. super nice. Wow. So I do, you know, I think with my guitar relationship is I'm really proud of the fact that I never wanted to be a guitar player. Never, mm-hmm. never. I just didn't want to be the girl. Well, then how did it happen? Right. Well, when I lived in Nashville, there were lots and lots of uh, young women who needed or chose to have a man accompany them. Ah. And I looked around and I was like, you know what? I don't want that. I want to be, at the time, my my boyfriend became a husband but he would play with me but i still wanted i wanted independence yeah. in that way and so i've stumbled into this relationship with the guitar and i'm really thrilled with how we've stumbled into each other like i think sometimes there are love affairs that you like i'm in love with you let's do this and then sometimes <laughs> you're like well i guess we're together forever Who i knew? guess this is what we're doing now and so 50 years later there they are. and here we are um so I'm going to sing a song that I wrote last holiday season, and I've not done a lick of it until this morning, but I shared it with my, so I have a Patreon, Sarah subscribers is what we call them, and Go they on. get to hear songs that other people don't hear. Like, and that's just patreon.com slash Sarah Morris? That, Sarah Morris Music, I think. Sarah Morris Music, but, all right. Yep, and so that last year, I this was their song, this was like a present, and uh, it's kind of angsty, and I thought, you know who might be down for my angsty Christmas song? Hmm. That that emo hmm. bitch, Brian. <laughs> this is what I thought. Yeah. And it was totally the true story last year. Um, but the first line, well, we'll talk about when I'm done. I've already given up water in the tree. About to spend more money on shit we don't need. Drag out pretty paper later to wrap it up Once they're lying under the tree Worry we didn't get enough Do you do this too? Do you wonder why Beneath the glow of that star You put on high, high sad kind of heavyweight oh it's hard to explain so i say merry christmas happy holidays i got a glass of wine some envelopes a long list of addresses of folks We rarely see, but we knew back when 
December I write their names in my favorite pen And hope your well wish you were here We should get together in the coming year And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays Like we took a trip out west See the smiles on our faces Kind of blue and out of place. Oh, it's hard to explain. So I say, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. All around is shiny and bright and shiny. Drink the eggnog, string the colored lights They sure are sparkling tonight Merry Christmas, happy holidays Despite the cold and the nearly almost always gray looking at just a little before 11 o'clock and i've already had my first cry of the day that was fantastic thank you very much for that wonderful merry christmas to you sarah morris tell me about your show one more time where's it at it is friday december 8th Mm -hmm. the hook and ladder theater doors at seven music starts at 7 30 with amanda b perry and uh, there's 25 tickets left as of now oh so i'd love you to go make it 24 okay or 23 Get on it. <laughs> Bring the whole family. Make Bring it 21. I mean, what, yeah. who knows? But get your tickets now if you're going to go. Yep. That was lovely. Um, is it weird to... I know that you've written songs about a great many topics. I know you've written a great many songs. Is it weird to throw your hat into the ring when it comes to the holiday canon? Does that feel weird at all? Or is it just part of the cycle of life? It felt weird the first time. It felt scary the first time. Just like writing songs about my kids felt scary the first time because they're things I love so much, you know, and just like a happy song. The only thing that didn't feel, well, I think writing any song felt like, can I do this for a bit? But, um, but now, now it doesn't. Now I've, I've been fortunate enough to have a holiday song pop out once a year, pretty much for the last few years. And Thanks for letting me try out a song that's pretty much new because I like you, saying it. You haven't played that live before. <laughs> I just no. love that she just nailed it one take. Well, no, like well, I, I mean, practiced <laughs> it this morning. I like. She is Sarah Morris, but <laughs> no. still, like you've never played that song live no, anywhere before. Because I wrote it at the end of the year, yeah, and so then I like put it away. And then I was like, what? you know what? I think Brian and Sean would dig it. Yeah, oh my gosh. no, I we totally dug it. Dug it. Yeah, <laughs> um, really cool. What's the name of that song? I think it's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. You know, that's the only challenge with Christmas songs is like giving it a a title that would ever be searchable online. But I don't know. You could what about Tip and Flugel? What, about- what was the name of that thing that you said you had earlier? Tip and Vexel. Yeah. You could have named it that. Or <laughs> Krampus is hiding under your bed. Yeah. Go to fucking sleep. <laughs> All right. Shit we don't need. That's part of the line in the... <laughs> I did. I did say shit we don't need. That was very be, tenacious D of you right was. there. The go to fucking sleep part. I like that very much. <laughs> um, you, in addition to this holiday show you have coming up in just over a week, mm-hmm. you are also busy this time of year. I know you've got performances this week, this weekend, other mm-hmm. things going on. Do you like being busy during the holidays or do you get fucking tired and you're like, Everyone just fucking chill out and leave me alone. I do. You know, when it's busy for performing, I'm always happy because yeah. here's the deal. Like, and this is still a post-COVID like revelation for me. Nothing feels better than singing. So it feels good in my body and organizes my heart. 
So if there's chances for me to get out and sing, like that feels amazing. Some of the other things that are busy get, you know, harder to for my brain. Um, but that piece of it is the good stuff. So and I am, you know, there's the holiday show is the big one, but there's other little spots where I'm popping up like an IDS lunchtime show. I've got a couple house like concerts. Like down in the Crystal Court? Yeah. Really? When's that happening? December 14th at All lunch right. hour. I'm listening. And then, you know, my patrons get a private show on the, like later in December. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah. And then after Christmas, my family and I run away to Ely for four days and that's good. Oh. That's good. I love Northern Minnesota in the deep, dark winter. Yeah. So much because it is howling. Mm-hmm. It is desperate. If you don't have your choppers and your mucklucks <laughs> on, you're in real trouble. All sure. right. I mean, like if you, if the car stalls or you get a flat, you're in actual trouble. I like that kind of desolation. That's one of my favorite things about winter, which makes spring so incredible when it finally mm-hmm. rolls around again. But there's something about doing it with family too, and just like literally hunkering down, firing up the wood burning fireplace, mm-hmm. and <sighs> the stars are amazing too. Yes, oh. that would be like my others, yeah. like. Can I be sponsored by the Northern Stars? Like, they're just yeah. gorgeous at that situation. We'll get in touch with that section of the Pantheon of Star Gods, and we'll see if we can line anything yes. up for you. They'd pro- Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about toilet tunes, though. We, can. we love toilet tunes. Let's do that. Let's do it. You What's coming up come. for... Oh, you, you guys should do that in like in the new year. You guys should come be a guest. I would totally do that. Well, no, Sean would. I don't know how to play anything. You don't have to play. You can we sing. Could do a he sing. was an all-state could, choir. You were. I was. We could find a song that we but could sing together. But not because I was a brilliant singer, but because they were so desperate for bass voices right. that they're like, whoa, that guy can hold a low C. If we could actually You're rehearse in. it a little bit, I think we'd do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like if we want to like not totally I think suck. it would be. Hang down your head, Tom. Dooley, <laughs> hang down your head and oh, cry. Brian, that's beautiful. Hang down your head, Tom. Dooley, poor oh, boy, you're bound to die. I mean, yeah, I know. Like, very Jim Reeves like. I was told that. that my entire well, life. What I'm saying is, this is going to happen. I've got a little note on here, like my 2024 Toilet Tunes dreams. And so that's going on there. Um, but this is a terrible idea. I can't believe probably I've the been best idea we've had all painted. day. We know that it's somewhere north of Minneapolis, <laughs> by the way. It is just a little bit north of. You could write it off as a work trip because maybe you're going to visit some homes. Can we? <laughs> can we do Tom Dooley? Sure. No one's ever done that before. But Toilet Tunes is every Friday at noon. Every Friday at noon, and so like I mean, I'll take two. I take a few. I take summers off. That's yeah. what I've established now. Summers are off because summers are. Rapid fire songwritings once a week yeah. and also just so sorely busy with shows and kid things. And I'll take the first two weeks of January off as well to like recover from holidays. I think as an artist, you're allowed to decide when you want to do it or not. But now, sure. I, so, but you do set an expectation when you're like every Friday at noon. Mm-hmm. Much like doing this, there are times about the podcast where I'm like, I don't feel like doing a fucking podcast yeah. today. But I'm always glad that I did it Absolutely. once we show up. I, there must be days where you're like, I don't feel like doing this today. But by the end of it, you're like, that was fucking rad. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Fabulous. Always. always. And, you know, the thing with Toilet Tunes is sometimes I meet people for the first time when they show up to sing in my bathroom. And I find that so beautiful of them that they would be willing yeah. to take that risk, you know, that I immediately am like, now I'm in love with a brand new person. You know, like... It's they, an and odd I question to ask, moments. though, isn't it, Sarah? Yes, but just like the <laughs> question you asked about the Christmas... You know, it's like, yeah. you ask it... You write enough Christmas songs, you don't feel so weird about writing Christmas songs. Right. You ask enough people like, hey, I'd love to have you in my bathroom sometime. <laughs> you get over it, you know? So I've got some... Uh, this Friday, Becky Schlegel's going to be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I've got Sammy Jean Cohen this month, Joe Savage, and then two holiday-themed episodes. You're going to have a pedal steel in your toilet. I did. That's fantastic. I know. I mean, we had 14 people once. That's right. Yeah, I've seen that. I don't know that I've seen that one. 14 mm, people? Yeah. I mean, again. It's everyone. It's, everyone it's, it's not it. like it's a powder room, but it's also not the most, it's not one of those spacious suburban bathrooms. It's uh, 14 people. Yep. I mean, we got cozy. This is pre-COVID. So people did not No one had heard about social distancing. You know, and we used kazoos, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah. we might rethink this one uh, now. But maybe not. But um, but yeah, 14 people. It's it's a I would say it's like half the size of this place. Yeah. All right. Well, but that's still that's a tight little room. And I there's remember no, there's no toilet. in here. Well, here's what I, the deal is. We go in there and we're like, everybody get it right the first time because it gets hot. It's like doable. Oh. But just that we start to sweat. Yeah. 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 So please 
do it. I've always had one question for you. Yeah. Do you have more than one bathroom? There are other bathrooms in the that's home. Really so good people can go use that. That's what I, that's right. why I asked. Yeah. It's, it makes it less awkward. Is it like a tour bus where there's a rule about no number twos? Like you, <laughs> you can you can do it when we get off at the gas station, but no number twos on the tour bus is the same rule in place during toilet tunes. I haven't tunes. had to do that yet. Well, I mean, during toilet tunes, no one should be using the facility. That is a requ- You say that in the yeah. phone call, like when you set up the, right. yeah. You're going to use it before, and you're probably going to use the downstairs restroom. Understood. Yeah. I just, I yeah, wanted, yeah. I just, I just wanted to check. So you've got a bunch going on this month. We all have a bunch going on yeah, this we month, do. but you in particular, and you've got this great holiday show coming up on the eighth at the Hook and Ladder. Mm-hmm. As you think about 2024, before we yes. say our goodbye here, what are you looking forward to in the new year? Yeah. So I halfway through this year, I was like, next year, because I put out an album this year. Mm-hmm. I put out that Christmas album at the end of 20. 22 and it's like 2024 for me rest in residency so what i'm doing is focusing my efforts on on two shows that are like monthly shows Mm -hmm. and i have said yes to a few other like other people's things but the fourth wednesday of every month we're gonna be at the white squirrel Right. Love that's the band the white show. Squirrel. Tell, tell Jason Nagel I think he's a dick for not returning about... my phone calls. Oh, okay. Six to eight is From outstanding. Six to eight with my band, that and they're going to be lovely. Let Let's play that's Wednesdays. That's perfect. I yeah. know. Six I know. To eight. Why aren't there more six to eight shows? You preach. I know. I'm Honestly, so happy about that because I love the White Squirrel. Even when I was a young man, yeah. would have loved fucking going to a six to yes. eight show, going home, watching some bullshit piece of fucking B film trash on comic TV. <laughs> but already having had yeah. my music in me yeah. and still getting a good night's sleep. Yes. Yes. Is there anything better, by There's the way, nothing. as we move on in our lives than a proper night's sleep? Uh, oh, I slept for more. nine hours last <gasps> night without a break. Boy, that's hot. Didn't wake up. Woke up, and unfortunately, I did not want to get out of bed because I. every once in a while, you know, you're uncomfortable, you're twisted around, you're too hot, you're too cold, you're too whatever. I woke up like I was back in my mother's womb. I woke up <laughs> in this perfectly comfortable position. Temperature was ideal. My eyes sort of fluttered open. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing this today. Yeah. And then I realized I had to do it, but my God, a good night's sleep. How old does Grandpa sound right now? Little, uh, little I think we'd of, all say that. Everybody longs for that. I'm just it glad was, you got it. It was perfect last night. That makes me happy. Before we say goodbye, we do have to thank Scott McKay, the mortgage guy at Edge Home Finance. He is our mortgage guy. And since I know nothing about realty or mortgage, I now turn to Sean. Yeah. So his NMLS number is 332068. We're required to say that. Beep boop 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 beep boop boop. Exactly. Android number. Um, but his actual phone number is probably more important, I think. So 612 875 4338. Really, really good idea to pre-plan and give him a call and set up uh, your pre-approval if you're looking at buying even in the next several months, next six months. Pre-approval can last for quite a long time. But there's also rate buy-down programs, so get in touch with him about that where you can ask the seller. uh, Rather than negotiating price, ask the seller, hey, will you contribute to uh, to this rate buy-down? It usually uh, helps the first few years of the loan. Again, Scott McKay, the mortgage guy, 612 Eight seven five forty three. 38. Also, our thanks to Audio Equip for providing us with all the nice audio equipment that we have in this room. They signed on before we did a single show, just like the good people at Smart Start did. Without them, we are nothing. And so we're very, very thankful at this time of year. We're supposed to be giving thanks. If you have any needs, given a TED Talk ranting about the end of the world on the street corner but you want amplification please get a hold of our friends at audio quip they are going to treat you right they're good people sean and i made a deal a long time ago that we weren't working with any fucking dickheads and so far i think that we've held pretty true to that yeah we're doing we're batting a thousand i think right now and then we get to have sarah you're not you're no longer a guest you're like family of the brian oak show now you're like that cousin I love coming to visit you. You're both. like a cousin. I'll be of the a cousin. Show. Yeah. Well, I mean, one it's, of the good it's, ones. It's yeah, like, hell yeah. Oh, one of the interesting ones. Who like, knows oh, when to leave? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm no, kidding. no. At no Thanksgiving, <laughs> at Thanksgiving, Sarah's the one who's got weed, and we're gonna go take a quick walk. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go for a walk real quick, you guys. We'll be back yeah. in a little bit. See you in a, See just a minute. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I don't want to cast aspersions or paint you in the wrong light, but you did bring weed, right? Uh, today. 
<laughs> Sarah, I hope you have a wonderful new year, a great holiday season. I hope you do. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, have a great show. Uh, well, I mean, I know you're performing a ton, but I'm talking about your holiday show yes, specifically. Um, go ahead and make people cry because, well, I mean, I'll be the one right up front there. Crying, crying's good. Is it? I think so. Okay. Gotta let it out. Mm-hmm. All the time, move, move every the, day. Move the things through your body. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Get it out. I Just drink so. plenty of water to back up. For sure. So you can refill the tear bank. That's you right. want a two to two and five ratio like Sarah has. Only two sad days and then five that's happy right. days. That's a pretty good ratio. I think. I'm calling it out because <laughs> otherwise actually, someone thinks I'm only sad. No, that's yeah. actually a really good ratio. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I got to work on that because I'm always like a universe seeks a balance kind of guy. Like three and a half, three and a half. I'm cool with that. But two and five sounds like a way better way to live. It was a good week too. I mean, that's what I would say. They're not all that way, but I was like, definitely this was a great week. So I'm going to be loud about it so that again, the person I live with doesn't just think I'm a sad person. <laughs> And if I was sad, that's amazing, but you know what I mean. Everyone loves a sad Sally. Just kidding. Most people don't. Uh, We're going to say goodbye now, Sarah, and I hope you do have a great holiday season and a good 2024. Tell me about the last song we're going to hear. Yeah, The Longest Night, I wrote um, sort of what we talked about earlier, inspired by what invitations do we find in the the longer nights. Um, But it's also for Jessa Gamble. Roquette, did you know her gambler's daughter? She was a member of our mm. singer songwriter community. When I wrote this, she was she's like a peer in every way, mm. right? Mom, musician, my age. I had she was uh, losing a battle with cancer, which mm. she did ultimately lose. And we'd also Becca Marks had just passed away. So mm. two people that to me felt um, like we were we're all the same. I don't know. So I wrote the song for them. Yeah. Yours and mine.